Ready? Ready. Let's do it. Hello and welcome to Mobile Podcast. And today we have a very special, wonderful guest today with us. Please welcome Mati Bochenczak is here with us. Wow. Thank you. It's great to be here. By the way, I paid him to say that. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, we are waiting gonna, for the transfer. Hide, hide right now in my pocket. <laughs> All right. So, um, uh, Madi is a, a well-known person in, uh, in gaming, non-gaming industry. Any kind of uh, uh, um, conference or, or meeting, you will see him definitely there. He will be there. He will approach to you. He will ask you questions. Um, so, um, first question is, Mati, what do you expect out of this podcast today? Wow. So um, I already didn't expect that for any future guests that want to come here. It's probably one of the best podcast spaces you can get. There is a fantastic, well, can I say it out loud? It's a fantastic Prosecco being poured down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a mobile podcast. It's a mobile so. podcast. So as the name suggests. Um, and basically, I just really would love to have this um, unfiltered discussion about the mobile trends. Um, yeah, and, and just some good fun fun time. Cool. Uh, but we forgot to tell our listeners one thing. From what company are you from? And what are you doing there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So <clears throat> I'm, um, I'm currently with AppSlayer, uh, which is the mobile measurement leader in the world when it comes to the apps and the measuring of your paid, owned media and getting the most effective results out of it. The company um, originated actually uh, from San Francisco. We've been doing business globally. Uh, and the, fa the fact is that together with Norbert and Ola, we've been working on the Polish market with some of the major brands um, and to help them, first of all, set up the campaigns and then measure their effectiveness of the marketing efforts. All right, cool. Uh, thank you. So now we know everyone who is in the spot today. Um, all right. So, Madi, today it's going to be simple, chill, no hard questions, maybe a couple of ones. <laughs> um, but basically what we want to sell to our listeners today is uh, to, to give uh, the perspective why we need such tools as AppsFlyer. Uh, if uh, I'm an app developer, what should I do to make it happening? So there will be a couple of things that we really want to tell our listeners today about, but the first question will be actually about uh, the basics, right? So mm -hmm. let's, let's start with the basics, then we'll go uh, deeper into details. Um, I'm, I'm going to put my Italian uh, persona right now. So, <laughs> hello everybody, I'm uh, Spaghetti Villaggio, and I'm an app developer. You know me from the previous episodes, uh, good apps, good games. Up. Um, oh, oh, Matti, I got a question to you today. Uh, do I need uh, AppSlayer to, to be a happy developer? Felicia, Feliciano. Buonasera, buonasera. Um, Mr. Sorry, can you repeat Spaghetti Villaggio. Ah, Spaghetti Villaggio, sorry, it just rolls out of the tongue. You, you're right. Uh, Mr. Spaghetti Villaggio, um, I would say if you are a developer and you are promoting your app, AppSlayer is a must. And let me tell you why in a couple of simple um, sentences and steps. Well, first of all, I think what the main uh, issue is that, and again, anyone upslayer don't hate me for saying that, 
But I don't think attribution is sexy per se. It's not like the topic that you want to tell in the like a Christmas party and and you ask what you do. Oh yeah, I do attribution. And I, I, we can make it <laughs> in Italian way. <laughs> In the Italian way, well, it, it went down well in history. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, so I would love to see that. But uh, but the thing is, it's like this this thing that you ne- if you neglect, you'll end up in a much worse position. So it's maybe not sexy, but it's extremely important. So, in short, let's put it this way: if you have only a certain number of, uh, what's your app doing actually? Uh, my app is for ordering spaghetti online. <laughs> Exactly. So you you have a fantastic spaghetti. You have uh, different amatriciana, bolognese, and, and people are ordering. Oh yes. <laughs> <laughs> so if you would like to actually know which people are ordering the spaghetti and which is just downloading your app and just not using it at all, AppStyre will actually help you to uncover this. And if you want to put some money on the marketing, as the saying goes. You know that 50% of your budget spent on marketing is good spent money, but you don't know which half. And that's exactly what AppSlayer is helping you out to... It's to like uh, which half of pizza you want to slice first. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. The answer is obvious, right? Okay. We don't, we don't need to say that here. So <laughs> if you add AppSlayer, your familia will be proud of you. Okay. That's so the I, most important. That's the most important. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, Matt. <laughs> okay, so uh, now I'm just going to drop my Italian persona and come back to a real Norbert here. Um, so I'm going to connect this question uh, and uh, just to give a, a great advice for uh, Spaghetti Village and other people uh, in the world that they're figuring what to do with uh, attribution. Uh, what are the first five tips you would tell those people to start measuring uh, their campaigns? Call me. <laughs> <laughs> That's very <Hi>. simple. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Not only for Upslayer, guys. Just call me. And um, I would say the first five tips that any app developer that wants to start promoting their app, be it a gaming app or actually something in e-commerce or finance, would need to do is to understand what they want to actually measure. So I think I always uh, say that if you don't know what you want to measure, it's just money spent on nothing. Yeah, just put in the uh, in, in the oven and you, you might as well just actually throw it out of the way or go, go to a good pub. Probably would be a better uh, ROI out of it. But um, if you know what you want to measure, if you know what your goal is, if you know if you want to achieve um, a certain number of be it installs, uh, purchases, registrations, revenue generated by the app, that's exactly um, when what leads to the second step, which is implementation of AppSlayer. Here, shameless plug, if you would need any help, there's this great agency called A-Booster. Who? <laughs> <laughs> they can definitely help you out um, with that one and actually set up the, the, the whole reporting. Then once you have it, it's understanding what is your KPIs, what is your growth. Here we are at AppSlayer, we are super happy to help you out, not only in terms of the um, actual apps and campaigns you want to measure, but also trying to navigate in this quite muddy, muddy environment of the ad networks, uh, limitations, certifications, and 
different policies from different platforms. And I will add that integration of Appfair is easy. And don't be worried that it's taking like so long time. <laughs> yeah, it's, or not. Something. it's not. And it's that's not. It, it's hard to explain that it's easy to implement, but after we get into actual implementation, it really is. Uh, okay, thank you. Thank you, Mali, for that. So we are moving on to the next question. So this will be a tricky one. Uh, what, what was the funniest or uh, most creative app marketing uh, that one of your clients made using Apps Flyer tracking and attribution tools? Actually, that's thank you for this question because that's probably one of my favorite parts of my job, except for meeting with people and discussing their, their strategies. Funny campaigns. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> funny campaigns. <laughs> funny campaigns um, and creative campaigns. I think one of my personal favorites is the company, I'm not sure if I'm entitled to say the name, but uh, at, during the Super Bowl, they just, um, basically what they did, when it's probably one of the most expensive segments for TV ads, to show them in between for the halftime Super Bowl show, you know, Rihanna on stage, whatever. And everyone now is checking it. What was it? Okay, this is uh, great that you're asking this question because I have follow up to that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> then uh, then basically what happened uh, is that they just put on the QR code that was bouncing for 15 seconds on the TV. Oh no, I have another one. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God. Thank God. Yeah, another one. And that was that was the mysterious QR code um which led to millions of uh, app store opens and installs. Nice. And um, and th that's what I think is is really like create because usually you would see companies paying millions of dollars just to get their Super Bowl ad TV ad is is perfectly done, and they just showed like a QR code like in this old kind of DVD uh, <laughs> yeah DVD style like, uh, yeah doo. bouncing up the edges yes <laughs> exactly with well, the, everybody has nostalgia to that yes wow like, exactly. So, so that's definitely one of my favorites. Um, and there were also a couple of other ones. I, I actually really like the QR codes. Uh, and this another company that actually use QR codes, that app that can che uh, check your alcohol intake. Mm. And they put it right at the um, men's toilets <laughs> entrance, which really focuses the... <laughs> So at the piece wars, exactly. Okay, so, <laughs> okay, okay. So is the problem? <laughs> yes. So and that apparently also worked really well. For it's a it's a gadget for uh, the urinal. You know, <laughs> yeah, we have uh, what I've seen. Uh, you know the the football the soccer goals. Yes. When you try to hit the, the ball into the we have a couple of things. Uh, exactly. Alexandra. <laughs> Thank you. Funny Thank the toilet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> No worries. Time, guys. <laughs> uh, no worries. Uh, gl glad you were talking about the Super Bowl because right now we are going into memory lane. Mm -hmm. And the next question will require some of the knowledge about the AppSpire history. So hopefully you will know that part. Okay. Okay. So uh, <laughs> the question is what is the correlation? between the actress Kate Uptown and Upswire? <laughs> I have only wrong answers in my head, but uh, let me think about it. Um, you can shoot whatever questions, it's, you know, okay, it's your okay. best guess. My best guess is 
Kate Uptown was one of the actresses that were used for the ad for a gaming company. Wow, you're wow. awesome! <laughs> yes? Yes! Yes, yes exactly. Right so, in 2015, there was an article about the Super Bowl. And, uh, you know, 2015, the gaming industry was just kind of developing in terms of, you know, spans and stuff like that, attribution. But then AppsFlyer just came out of nowhere <laughs> and said, listen up, guys, you put an ad on TV and we can measure that. Ah, and Orin actually, yeah, Orin actually was uh, a spokesperson in that article showing that it is possible with uh, Apps Flyer to measure TV attribution. But with that, I got a funny thing for you. Do you remember how the first, probably the first version of uh, Apps Flyer dashboard looked like? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so be prepared for uh, amusement. <laughs> Situation. This is the Asphalt <laughs> dashboard for 2014-ish, probably. I don't oh know my exactly god! Date, but I remember the dashboard. Uh, <laughs> it, it was so simple. The life was simple. The dashboard was simple. And yeah, look at the colors, right? I, the combination I mean, of colors. It, it looks like my high school diploma. It's perfect. <laughs> yeah, it's like when you create your first uh, CV for a job. Yeah. <laughs> it's yes. something like that. It's like. And it's look like at the is. options on the left side. You got uh, my apps, court, and settings. <laughs> And that's it. Basically. Oh, man. we all yeah, yeah. There's an article I can obviously show you about, but there was a great shot. Kate Upton was in Super Bowl ad. Uh, she was promoting game, and everybody wondered, is it actually worth spending that kind of money for? And ah, that's actually that's a great story, Norbert. I think uh, definitely the strength. I remember like this whole discussion. I think it was back then in Google. There was a whole discussion about how you can utilize YouTube more, especially for those ads. And right now, I see that this trend got even localized. I mean, I see people like Doda promoting yeah. like Coinmaster. Yeah. Uh, there's, uh, and, Magda and there's Magda well. Gessler as well. I think like, you know, it's not like the, the well, well-known US personality, but you can still measure that. And I think anyone up there, if they want to actually, well, no, what be the, the new hot thing? For the what's your favorite actor? In, in Poland. Poland, oh, it's a hard question because like Polish market is not. Cesare Pazura. Cesare Pazura. I think it was many years ago. Uh, no, uh, for uh, foreign speaker uh, listeners, I always say speakers. For for foreign listeners, uh, we have actually quite a uh, few actors that are in Hollywood. Piotr Adamczyk. Piotr Adamczyk. Joanna Krupa. Joanna Krupa. Joanna Krupa. Krupa. And we have what was. We have Marcin Dorczynski. Marcin Dorczynski. Great Gambit. Yep. Yeah. Use them for your ad campaigns. Yeah, exactly. User-generated content. <laughs> and we can measure it after. All right, Madi. Uh, we have some ups and downs in terms of uh, difficulty of questions. Uh, <laughs> which difficulty you would choose right now? Easy or difficult? Okay, well, I'm here. I am on my first glass of Prosecco. Almost. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Nobody is watching that. We, still, watching we don't that. have a, we don't still have a video stream, so thanks uh, God. We can like whatever exactly we want. So uh, I'll go for difficult. Why not? All right, uh, difficult. Great. I have a difficult question for you, indeed. <laughs> <laughs> Scat network. Okay. Oh. <laughs> Everybody loves that topic. 
right? <laughs> iOS, <laughs> scan, things like that. It's just mixing up our thoughts and beliefs on how to develop iOS uh, spans, right. how to scale on iOS, because we have scan. But scan for probably 99% of our listeners today is a verb for scanning like QR codes or something like that. But Agreed. we're talking, now, talking about different thing. It's S-K-I-N. And it's a framework developed by Apple to prevent uh, extensive uses of uh, privacy data for advertising. So we are here today. Uh, we are a couple of years uh, after Scan was introduced. How we can actually use Scan for our benefits? How would you describe what is exactly Scan for, like, in simple words, for uh, Spaghetti Villaggio? Uh, and, and there's uh, anything that we should worry for the future? It's like uh, happening uh, iOS doomsday that we'll uh, encounter in terms of data. Fantastic question. Um, I know for most of you, it will probably is something you've heard about, but not really developed or dwelled into. So I'm really happy you asked this question. Um, and let me do a quick, quick FAQ on scan. So first of all, what is scan with, as Norbert said, S-K-A-N? In the simple words, is a privacy-centric API operated by Apple. Really important to underline this. This is not us or anyone else in the industry that Apple is setting up the rules. And although it's tough, because I think as an industry we were, well, let's call it by the name, we were addicted to user-level data, uh, which was good and easy, as, as Norbert shown before on the first upslide dashboard. By the way, really worth checking out and to see <laughs> how far we've come. <laughs> A couple um, of our options on the left side. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just a couple of them on, on, on the drop-down menu. Um, but what, what really can do is it helps the advertisers and app developers to actually measure the ad impression, clicks, campaigns, app installs, and post-install events in the aggregated uh, level. So in the privacy-centric level, we are not saying we're not measuring if someone didn't consent to that. We are not measuring someone by a specific ID. We look at the aggregates. Now, what does it mean for you uh, in the practical uh, versions? First of all, it means adapting. And I think that's exactly why you are should look for some advice and consulting um, of the companies and people that actually went through that. Because um, I will lie if I say it's super easy. And just like <laughs> you open the dashboard and you know it, uh, like oh, okay, yeah, that's that's pretty clear. Yeah, yeah, it's easy. <laughs> <laughs> um, but second of all, I think it's really time to uh, get out of this griefing stage. Like you know, oh my God, there was a funeral of the user level data, <laughs> and I can't get myself. I'm only up. aggregated right now. What can I do with that? What can I do with that? Why I'm drinking for five days straight and not leaving house? No, it's a <laughs> it's a new reality. It's a, we need to get adapted to that. And funny enough, when actually analyzing the data, we see already companies that are winning with Scan. They're actually sustaining a really good performance, making money with iOS. Please remember that still more than 80% of revenue, in, at least in the US, is generated on iOS. You can't neglect it. You can't just say, 
well, 5% in Poland. <laughs> no, it's almost 10, almost. Oh, it's almost 10. Yeah. It's almost 10. Okay, okay. It's okay. Warsaw, Krakow and Gdańsk. Yeah. <laughs> and the rest Hello of the world. Hello, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, so in short, uh, I wouldn't, I would say it was an earthquake, but uh, the house is still standing. Um, and actually we are building on top of this, those fundaments. Yeah, it's, it's kind of amazing, like, you know, that every time you have like some kind of hard situation to measure it, you have companies that are always trying to make it like easier for you. Yeah. Because, and yes. still you can do it. Yeah. Like yes. whatever problem you have, you can still do it. So, I agree. I agree. I think we adapt. So last, last thing I want to say about scan, which I think is quite important. Um, it doesn't, it actually, it doesn't require us to completely change the way we think, but it requires us to add additional skills. So one thing is super important to add to your, well, marketing tech stack is data modeling because Mm -hmm. we have a smaller amount of data. So if you ask me, I think predictions and data modeling will be, um, will make winners and losers in a couple of years. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I agree on that. Because at some point we just cannot rely on deterministic data. It's uh, we have to just agreed approach with some kind of uh, models that will enable us to understand uh, the whole set of data, but not just digging into every single detail because yes. it doesn't make any sense and it, it violates privacy. So I understand that. Okay, thank you for the explanation of uh, what is scan. Actually, because uh, we are uh, we are live in many countries of the world. And I've got a text message from uh, Spaghetti Villaggio <laughs> that that was the best explanation of scan that he ever had heard. So congratulations. Niente, congratulations. niente spaghetti. Grazie. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, next question, Mari. Artificial intelligence. Mm. Everybody, everybody is now talking about that. Are you using ChatGPT? Um, to answering your client, <laughs> <laughs> I, actually, I actually doesn't exist. Oh, yeah. You're not, okay. I'm a chat. I'm a GDP. Um, no, I I am actually I'm using it, but not answering to my clients, but to help out to do a research around the most recent industry trends. It's really funny, but I started using it. Uh, I'm quite quite weird, but actually to get a curated news. Oh. I'm asking for the news um, about the specific topics for specific, um, yeah, just to give me the the links and the overview and it works like magic. So it's better than the RSS reader. Just, you just search for the information and you just got it. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, all right. So while you're like a AI savvy guy, uh, could you tell us how AppsFlyer is using or would be using in future soon such kind of things to gain market competitiveness. Absolutely. I think um, I think we should start with the very basic fundamentals that any machine learning technology or models needs data to be trained with, right? So the more data you get, the better outcome you'll receive because it's in the end, it's not rocket science as many people think. It's just a lot of repetitive patterns that the models can train for. Um, and I think this is where, where our advantage lays. I mean, as being as a market leader with 60% of the market share, 
Uh, it's not about just to brag of, oh, we're the biggest, but the fact that we get access to all the data from all the apps yeah, right. helps us to train those models much better. And and, I, and as, we, as we talked about before, I really believe that predictions um, and, and what you said, Norbert, is looking at the bigger picture and the general direction rather than, you know, nitty gritty details about the single specific user is the future of the, of the digital marketing. And we already start employing the predictive AI models in two areas. First of all, scan prediction. Mm -hmm. So um, in actually not more than three weeks, well, there's going to be a massive announcement. So oh, watch, watch it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're hearing it first. <laughs> super, super cool. <laughs> so, so definitely look out for that. Uh, and second one that's already being used for a while is actually training our anti-fraud models. Okay, so yeah, the, that's important. We talked about frauds in the... Exactly. Fraud is super yeah, important. Nice, Thanks God, uh, it's not the number that Norbert said. Yeah, exactly. I was a little bit <laughs> off of the uh, calculation what's the market of outfrauds, but it, it was less than I thought, so... Yeah, but it's but it's evolving. So and that's actually a good uh, note to say. I've heard um, if anyone is at Omar next week in Hamburg, drop by by a fraud evangelist, anti-fraud evangelist. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, sorry, Andreas. Sorry, sorry, worried about sorry, Andreas. <laughs> so Andreas, uh, who will be running a masterclass at Omar about fraud uh, and how to fight it. Amazing, amazing insights. And he told me as well that actually fraud is evolving and fraudsters are using AI to crack into your app. So right. it's AI against AI. Yeah. It's, so it's like kind of extra employees, I would yeah. say. Yeah. It's, like a, it's yeah. not that we should be scared of it. You don't it's have to employ thousands of uh, guys just to yeah. Exactly. Yeah, make frauds. You can, like, uh, you can employ AI. So uh, just to sum it up, you are... Pro AI, AppsFly is pro AI. So I've got an extra thing for you. Is AI pro for AppsFlyer? So Ooh. I took a minute to talk to uh, ChatGPT and we had a really fun conversation. Spicy. Uh, so uh, yeah, after a couple of beers, um, I ask about uh, you know user acquisition, apps optimization, and the guy was no, like, I first uh, learn everything about you." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was the moment that was like, "Whoa, it's really that." All right, fine. <laughs> All right. So at some point of of our conversation, I asked how I can track installs in my app, okay. and he said. There's all legitimate questions. Uh, I just printed it because sometimes it's really hard to get to the online resource. Um, to track installs in your mobile app, you can use an MMP as a mobile measurement partner or an attribution platform. These platforms enable you to track user acquisition campaigns, monitor app installs, and attribute them to the right source. Sounds so, it's sounds so far, right so, so, far, far so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Here are the basic steps to track installs in your app using an MMP. First, Choose an MMP. Choose an MMP that meets your needs and requirements. Some popular MMPs include Adjust, Upsfire, Branch, Kuchava, and Singular. It definitely used an A, a, a to Z uh, model here. It's Adjust, yes. first, Upsfire, Branch, K, S, yeah. yeah. Second, integrate the SDK. Once you have selected an MMP, you need to integrate its SDK, software development kit, into your mobile app. The SDK enables the MMP to track users' activity and events with your app. 
Third step is set up tracking links. Set up tracking links for your user acquisition campaigns. The tracking links contain parameters to enable the MMP to attribute installs to the right source. We can argue here because tracking links and self-attributing networks. It depends. But in general, yeah, we can accept that. Fourth step, launch user acquisition campaigns. Launch user acquisition campaigns on different channels such as social media, search engines, and ad networks. Use the tracking links in your campaigns. Not so bad, not so bad. But it's all about what you say to ChatGPT, like he's learning on what we will give him, so... Yeah, yeah, that's true. And obviously the data is like shifted. I use the free version, so it's probably the model is from 2021, I think, or something like that. The fifth step is monitor and analyze data. Monitor the data collected by the MMP and analyze it to gain insights into your user acquisition campaigns. Identify the sources that generate the most installs and optimize your campaigns accordingly. It's like on a high level of details. It sounds it sounds nice, but well, we got one here thing extra by using an MMP and following these steps, you can effectively track up install up installs and optimize your user acquisition campaigns to maximize your app growth. Just a one sentence uh, summary. All right, so that was uh, what ChatGPT uh, mm -hmm. told me about tracking installs. So I, I was curious about the question uh, and the, the general thing about you know tracking and attribution. So uh, after a few extra beers later, I asked the question: <laughs> Is a flyer better than Kuchava? Okay. And the answer was. As an AI language model, I cannot provide an opinion or preference between AppsFire and Kotrava since both platforms are popular MMPs that provide similar features and functionality for app traffic attribution and marketing analytics. The better option for your business will depend on your specific needs, budget, and preferences. Both diplomatic, okay? Yeah, it's very diplomatic to the point. Both AppsFire and Kotrava have their unique strengths and features. Listen to that. Okay. Apps Flyer is known for its ease of use. Agree on that? Very much, yeah. sir. Wide range of integrations. Okay. And advanced fraud detection capabilities. Listen up, guys. We just talked about press a few <laughs> minutes ago, and here it is. Kochava, uh, on the other hand, is known for its robust analytics, predictive modeling, and real-time data streaming, whatever that means. It's important to evaluate both patterns based on specific needs and requirements. Consider factors such as features, pricing, keys of use, uh, integrations, customer support, and review them. <laughs> you can also try other platforms in free trials of, or demo versions to see. Demo version? No, for Kuchava, I think there's no demo version for website or there is. So, um, hmm. How would you, uh, based on your love to AI as a flyer, reflect to those questions <laughs> AI answered about you? Yeah, so, um, well, first of all, very nice of you, ChatGDP. Thank you so much. It's actually, it is helpful that there's someone that can explain these, the five, I think the five steps were pretty okay. Yeah, in yeah, a high level. Yeah. Um, I think... It's also a lot about how you ask the question, because maybe we can ask the question about the market share. <laughs> <laughs> we can ask the question about the... <laughs> All right. Um, the, sure. Damn, yeah. I see the numbers, but it's... Um, it's a bit no, no, yeah. it's... A, hey, listen, like, again, like, um, 
So I think in general competition is such an important point when it comes to becoming better and serving our clients better because without the competition and without any other MP that tries to innovate and come up with a new product, it's very hard then to be pushed to actually become better and better. So personally, I'm super thankful for having this uh, competition and the other MPs who are doing a great job and actually um, also serving our clients' needs and, and purposes to, 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 to be better and actually to, to push us to do more. Um, so yeah, so, so I just hope that the healthy competition will remain and everyone will find their niche. Yeah, that's definitely the way. This is the way. This is the way. As the Mandarin would say. <laughs> Uh, yeah, the competition is, is great for, for uh, developing and uh, making new wonderful things for apps and developers. Uh, all right, so uh, Mari, it was a great time having you here. But before you go, I have a last question for you. And uh, that question is actually related to your uh, career. So working as a person in a very specific uh, market in user acquisition and attribution and analytics uh, obviously you had some challenges and uh, and opportunities that you faced throughout your career what advice would you give to all of the people around the world uh, that would like to follow this career path and uh, and seek future in your, in mobile attribution Okay, so um, I, I think, well, that's actually a great question, but I also think like I'm not in a position to give uh, a great advice because very often in my life, um, I didn't really plan a lot of things that have actually happened. And <laughs> same as all of us. <laughs> same, same as all of us. So I think the, the advice is like getting off the high horse and saying, oh, you, kids, you should do this and that. <laughs> I think uh, you should just be, be, be open, be yourself, be open, be uh, adaptable. And um, even if you, where you're scared, just go for it. I mean, the worst thing that can happen is basically that you will pick yourself up and do it, uh, do something else. So, and that's kind of what I did throughout all my life with living in seven different countries and working for multiple companies and, and basically just, just when the opportunity comes in, just judge it. If it works for you, do it. And, and, uh, and I think the only advice I would give is that we always regret things that we didn't do rather than things that we did. So uh, that's it. That's great. Thank you very much. Thank you. It was a great time spent. Thank you. It was fantastic to be here. The best right. podcast I've been to. Thank you for listening, guys. Uh, hope to subscribe and wait for new episodes coming very soon. Cheers to the next time. Bye. Ciao. <laughs>